Welcome to the Proven Not Perfect podcast. This is Chantra Powell. I am so excited to talk to you today, but before we get started, I want to share with you several ways that we can stay connected and you can offer me feedback, which is a gift. You can connect with me on Instagram at proven underscore not underscore perfect. You can also connect with me on Clubhouse if you happen to be on that platform at Chantra Powell. And you can just send me an email, a good old fashioned email, spowell at provennotperfect.com. So you are coming to know that this is a show where I share what's on my mind. I share what is being impressed upon my heart. And usually it's influenced by the things that I myself am experiencing, even though this is not about me. In fact, I say a very specific prayer before I open any of these podcasts to put myself aside, put my own feelings and emotions aside, and to be available for those people that um, are receiving these words and being impressed by these words um, and finding it a place where they can, quite frankly, enjoy that they're not alone, right? Because that's what this is about, knowing that we are a community and we're not alone. Many of the things that we feel and experience, they're not just ours, they are shared. And it's in this world that we live where we hold these heavy things and we're told that we should hold these heavy things and not share them, that we can feel isolated, we can feel extra heavy, we can sometimes feel super lonely, we can feel quite frankly confused and out of out of control. So I want to continue to honor this relationship that we are building where I share what's on my mind. So just last week, I was having a conversation with um, a family friend, someone who has watched me grow up, quite frankly, and who called to give me encouragement and feedback specifically about this platform, this podcast. And our conversation started to pivot into something very, very interesting where she shared with me how growing her own uh, children and serving as a mom and a wife and a worker, um, coming from the baby boomer, boomer generation, that she, quite frankly, felt like this time that we find ourselves in is a time of um, quite frankly, confusion. Um, it was her thoughts that her generation raised a group of children with the mindset that if you just do the right thing, right things will come. If you follow the rules, you will be rewarded. If you are loyal to your work, to your community, to your dot, 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 it will be loyal to you. You don't cause trouble. You just do the right thing and right things come. And it was this mindset that raised the next generation, which I have the privilege of being a part of, that felt that, okay, we can build upon that foundation that was set and provided for us by our parents. And we can push the envelope and we can excel to new heights and we can do perhaps otherwise impossible things, otherwise 
um, unachievable things, but we can do them as long as we are willing to adapt, as long as in the process of being transformative, we don't ruffle any feathers, as long as we are cognizant of our environment and boundaries, we can be successful. We can push the generational movement to the next level. But what my family friend and I, and what she brought to my attention was, here we are fast forward in a time where if you were her, are a member of her generation, you're seeing that the ability to share your voice and to influence and affect change is sometimes strained. Also, the one-sidedness of voices is still a thing. The building process of expecting us to be in a different, better place right now where diversity is appreciated and quite frankly, it's asked for is still not that case. That's still not the situation. So she said, you know, I smile with pride that you've created this platform. And I'm hopeful that you will let your voice soar, that you will be courageous and be bold and be willing to just speak and be willing to be a part of the change. And so I really sat with those words. I really thought about those words and I chose to embody those words. Hear the topic, clearing baggage, me bringing that forth to you today. You know, so if you take that baby boomer generation and then you take them raising this group of Gen Xers, especially through the minority lens, the minority experience and the viewpoint that I bring, one of the things that we got really, really good at in pushing and achieving, but not ruffling feathers, we got really good at code switching. We got really good at being one way in our homes and in our community. And we got really good at switching when we went to another community or we were in a work environment or we were in any other situation with any other people. We took on the responsibility of being two. We took on the responsibility of relaxing and relating and releasing in our comfort space and then switching to be accepted in the majority spaces. I pause with intention because sometimes for some of us, some days that was hard to do. <laughs> so you had to consciously make that shift. And then we got so good at it that it became a subconscious movement. So then when you think about the millennials now, having been raised by people who mastered the ability to push forward, but to do so almost in a, in a clandestine manner, that we would raise these babies now who 
understand and appreciate their uniqueness, their difference, and expect almost not take no for an answer that the world doesn't accept them as individual and unique. And then push that down to Gen Z where these babies are born with digital aspects of their social environment, so much so that picking up a game with anybody around the world, differences thrown to the wind is a thing. How can you be so cognizant of another's uniqueness if you, quite frankly, they're just a being, they're just another being. So you don't judge on that basis, right? And so I started to think about that and think about the unpacking of my own baggage. I start to think about the natural biases that I have held. And I start to say, you know what? There's work there, right? There's work there. So if you are like me, there's some work to ask, what really does this mean? When I think about the baggage that I myself have carried as a parent, as a community citizen, as a worker, as a leader, how am I moving? What have I not explored within myself? And how might that perspective be opposite or be same to another? What could pushing past this look like for me? What impact could I have on other people? What impact could I have on increased prosperity for more than just myself? What impact could I have on changing the circumstances and the position that people find themselves in? Those that come into my presence and those who I can influence. You know, When we think about this word bias, oftentimes we think about it in the sense of minority impacts by majority. But what about minority impacts on minority? What about minority impacts on majority? And certainly majority impacts on minority. It's all three things. What are the ideals that have been passed on to you either consciously or subconsciously that have robbed you of the mindset to show up? To show up unabashedly and completely yourself. What are those things? And then what's the work that you are being intentional about to let it go? If you love the Lord Jesus, who I love, Lord of my life, who I follow and who I surrender to every single day, if you look at the way he lived 
and the teachings that he gave. Man, there's an example of non-bias. He showed up to places where some wouldn't dare. He walked with people some wouldn't walk with. He talked to people many wouldn't even acknowledge. And he cared for people, all people. So then if we are utilizing that beautiful life as an example for ourselves, then how do we not hold up a mirror to ourselves to uncover the biases that we all have? How do we not take that life and then push past our own judgments of ourself and of others? This is work, y'all. This isn't easy. This is work. So then if you're choosing to take this path of pushing past these things that held you back and these things that you perpetuate that suppress others, does it start with identity? Who am I? How have I been impacted? What baggage am I carrying? And then I choose. How do I want to participate? How do I want to show up? Who do I want to be? And how do I want people to feel when they experience me? Then I act with intention. Full stop. I act with intention. So the call to action for today, think of one thing, just one thing, and you probably will come up with a lot more if you're like me, that you would put in your baggage category. And then come up with one thing that you will do to actively clear that baggage. To actively change a cycle that you no longer want to be a part of. Mine is judgment. I said it, judgment. Mine is looking at the outward appearance of any other and forming a judgment or an opinion. Full stop. Mine is getting to know who that person is beyond the packaging. Every time I get the privilege to meet a new soul, full stop, what's yours? How will you live? How will you show up? How are you clearing your own baggage? Good morning, friends. Here's your friendly announcer. I have serious news to pass.
Yeah. 